general. So, uh, yeah, well, Jesus Christ, yeah, we are. Holy it's shit. It, it's never good for the two of us to start this late. Oh my god. Well, I was yeah. gonna, I was gonna mention <laughs> the uh, SummerSlam thing. I'm in. Um, my thing is the last time we scheduled something in Cleveland, fucking world, world shut down. So I'm kind of like, you know, uh, hoping you know, the world gunshot, doesn't shut down a uh, second time. Yeah, I mean, Jesus, it's a, it's uh, a rough one to overcome, you know. Yep, yeah, not too uh, fearful that that's going to happen, since that uh, seems to be a once every oh about hundred years occurrence. Yeah, what did I tell you? Like the place we were staying at, that company went out of business. Yeah, what in Cleveland, where we had intended to stay? Yeah, so it it was actually booked through some goofy startup, like an Airbnb sort of startup. I had no idea of this. Okay. Uh huh. So, th- all right. So how it worked was it was through hotels. Did you just mute yourself in the middle of your own story? No, I'm here. Oh. Because I heard it was booked through hotels and it just kind of cut off. Like I'm like, oh, did weird. he did he not realize that he needed no. to say hotels dot com? Yeah. Well, they're not sponsors, so fuck them. But <laughs> but uh, but no. So I called and I can't remember why I called. Oh, because you know it got canceled and they were like, yeah, you know, it's on hold. I'm like, don't. What are we doing on hold? We're not going. So you know. <laughs> You know, can't, it's, we need it canceled. Let's do this. So hotels.com was like, well, you we need to talk to them. And I'm like, I booked it through you. This makes no sense. Long story short, this place had actually gone out of business. And I got my money back from hotels. But if you were actually like calling them, they shut down. That's wild. And, I mean, so I went to their Facebook page. I don't remember what the company was anymore, but, I mean, they had stuff in, like, Cleveland, Nashville, Seattle, like, all these different cities. And what they do is they would just buy apartment buildings or something like that. Uh, Oh. And the whole business model just blew up on them. And I guess, you know, since they were a startup with COVID, you know, no one can travel. (laughs) Yeah, tough, uh, tough time to try and sell that one. Yeah, so I dodged a bullet on that. So I was like, all right, so that's why I usually try to book through like one of those. Like even, uh, who was it? I can't remember the name. No, that's not it. It was basically Dozer re- reissued all their albums on vinyl. So I bought them all, and the company I bought them for went out of business. And it was like 100 200 bucks to get them all. And I'm like, uh... So I actually went through PayPal. I was like, hey, this is fraudulent. They took my money, and they're not giving me a product. And PayPal was like, all right, let's investigate. 30 days later, gave me back my money. And they were like, yep. So we'll get, we'll try and get it from them. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So That's pretty nice. I, yeah. No questions asked. They were like, yep, okay. So I'm like, okie dokie. And yeah. So that's why I, I buy everything through that thing now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I would ask, but I would never. 
never uh, think to uh, think that it would come through. You know what I mean? Like I, 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 I would expect shocked. to be turned down 100% of the time. Yeah. I was shocked. Like Amazon's hilarious with that stuff. They, they will fight over the dumbest shit. Like I got deodorant from them and they send me the wrong ones. I can't like the picture in the description is not what they send me every time. My fault for trying it again. You can't send that stuff back. It's a non-returnable item because, I guess, for health reasons. I'm like, I've never opened it. I know it's the wrong one. I can't do like those blue, like antiperspirant deodorants. Right. I can't do. It. I'm allergic to them, which I thought's weird. Well, not really for me, but yeah, you got some weird allergies there. Yeah. So, but I guess it's common. So I was like, oh, okay, fine. Finally, one that's common. But they won't. They won't. They won't take back like a twelve dollar pack of four, right? Yep. And they're like, no, you're stuck with it. Like that doesn't make any sense. You 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 sent me the wrong thing. But then I'll send them back. Like I'll send or tell them, hey, this thing was a hundred bucks and it's a piece of garbage. They're like, all right, we refunded your account. I'm like, what? Your policies don't make any sense, but. Yeah, some stuff it just isn't worth monkeying with. Like I, I just got a bunch of contact solution from my sister because Walmart's like, whatever, keep it. Yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> you sent me the wrong thing. That's cool. Yeah, they're like, okay, we'll send you the correct thing in your next order, but just keep whatever we sent to you. And it's like, huh? Like really? Like it's okay. Like. Yeah, I, mean, I need to start ordering TVs and shit. And be like, hey, um, yeah, this this doesn't work very well. Ah, uh, just keep it. Like, yes, of a goddamn sports bar in the house. That'd be awesome. Oh man, I still have a gravity chair in the house because it got delivered to the wrong place, and I never took it over to the person. And I'm assuming that they already have an actual one back in their house. And it wasn't even in the neighborhood. Like, I'm like, how did this get delivered to my house? What's a gravity chair? It kind of looks like an Adirondack chair type of situation. But, like, you're suspended. Like, it's almost like a hammock. But it looks a little more taut than a hammock. Oh, that's what those are called, huh? Yeah. Okay. I thought they were comfortable. Yeah, do not have room for that here. Uh, so it's an indoor one? Yes, I oh think. Oh my god. Are they supposed to be outdoor? I don't know. Well, no, they have, like... It It looked like, like an indoor chair to me. Yeah, I mean, Amazon's got ones that look like they're outdoor, but this one's, like, leather-bound and shit, so, yeah. Wow, that one's got a massager in it. Damn, too bad I didn't get that one. I mean, nice. No, no massager in it. Yeah, but I don't understand why Amazon will be like, nah, don't worry about it. Yeah, send it back. Like, it doesn't belong. Like, my mom got a uh, Kindle. Not a Kindle. What's their thing called? The Fire yeah. Tablets? Yeah. She got a Fire Tablet sent to her that she didn't order. So she told him, hey, you guys sent this to me, and I never ordered this. There's no bill for it. And they're like, oh, it's okay. Just keep it. She goes, but it's not registered in my name. And they're like, oh. 
Well, okay, let me get you to the right department. And they register. She got a free fucking fire. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, dude, yeah, that I, shit I, just doesn't happen to me. That's one where it's just like, yeah, this is free advertising for our product. Like, I feel like that's the reason why that one was kept oh, yeah. around. Yeah, because like you can, I didn't realize you can buy one of those with ads or without ads. And the without ads is like fifty to hundred bucks more. I'm like, I'll deal with the ads on it. Like that's that's just stupid. Oh, I don't know how pushy the ads are. I'd have to uh, witness that myself. It's like your lock screen is an ad. I don't care. Like I I have defaults on. I don't care. Like as long as it works fine without ads popping up on, it, and it doesn't. So. Maybe they're more customizable. I don't know. Last tablet I had just shit the bed on me, and I'm never getting one again. Oh, yeah. I have not had a tablet in a very long time. Because I'm like, whatever, I'll just use my phone. Like, okay. Like, why do I need to change out to a, a different device, really? I guess it's just bigger, but... yeah. But I'm like, well, just move to your laptop then. like, Or a Surface, I guess. <laughs> In my case, where I guess it is pretty much a tablet. Yeah, isn't that how the Surface started? It was supposed to be just like, like their version of an iPad. And then all of a sudden it turned into, it's just a laptop without a keyboard. Oh, but you can buy a keyboard for it now. It's like, oh, that's weird. Like a touchscreen laptop yeah it seems to be yes it essentially is what they are now i I guess i guess it's what an ipad is too does anyone own an ipad anymore i don't know i hear people talking about their pads sometimes and i'm just like you know again don't completely get it i guess yeah well it's like i got like the new galaxy s22 whatever because i got we got you know got free phones with the uh new at&t service and they were like, well, what do you want? And I'm like, just whatever. Whatever the newest phone is, because I'm not trading them out anymore because they're not free anymore, which apparently they are now, again. But then they have, like, was it the Galaxy Note or something that looks like a small tablet? Oh, yes. That's your phone? Yeah, uh, I believe that is uh, what uh, Ken uses. Why does that not surprise me? I was just talking about, like, they're so impractical. Like, you're carrying a brick around. Of course, Kenneth has one. Uh, I I can't have a lot. I can't have too much to say because the Google Pixel is pretty big itself. Do you have that one that can, like, alter reality with the pictures? (laughs) Have you uh, seen those commercials for it? Uh, not the new. I don't have the 8, no. Cause Holy shit. I, I, I do have the uh, function to erase people out of my pictures, though. <laughs> that, that, that was part of the generation of the pixels that I had. But it's just like half the time, I'm like, why do you need a completely clean picture? Like, I, I'm like, I don't yes. give a shit if someone's in the background. Like, someone's in the background, someone's in... Like, there are very few times, like, that I want to, like, get someone just straight out of there. Half the time, 
I swear people are just like, oh, you're doing a selfie, and then they do a photo bomb by just doing a dumb face behind you. And it's like, yeah, yeah that was deserved. That's cool. Yes. So, all right. So, like, this new commercial, I, I got something for that in a second. So, this new commercial where they're like, you can put different people's heads on bodies. And then, like, oh. adjust the head. Like, the, like the new commercial has, like, these two kids yeah. looking up in the air, like, not paying attention. And I was like, oh, that's cute. That's just, like, cute kid photo. And, like, no. And they adjust it so it's a perfect picture. And I'm like, you people suck. <laughs> like, how many pictures of us do we have that are awful? And that's what makes them great. Like, ugh. This fake perfection is annoying. But, so Sunday, uh, Eric's youngest daughter got married. Um, uh, different Eric, not the, it's, well. Old, yeah, Eric's yeah. on here for a while, and uh, so on the way home we took the scenic route and went through Caesar's Head and uh, this place called Pretty Place, which I think I've mentioned to you before. And it's basically it's the Greenville YMCA, and <laughs> it's a chapel built on the side of a mountain. Oh, cool! It's it is stunning. The views. Like Caesar's head actually caught me more, and because you know I'm not exactly the most calm person, so it was really nice to get through that winding drive, which is like if you fuck up, you're you're rolling down the mountain if you don't hit a tree. <laughs> I don't know why there's not guardrails on there. To be completely honest, I don't know why there aren't guardrails the whole way up. But anyways, get out, go over, and we're looking, and it, dude. I had never been there when it was like a fall type setting. I'd only been there in winter or when it was raining one time. So you really couldn't see anything. And it was just, it's, it was gorgeous. Like you could see the cascade of colors changing from one side of the mountain or the valley in the mountain to the next. So it was like, you know, your picturesque view over here and it slowly turned to green, you know, cause the colors like for some reason, like a wave hadn't gotten there yet. So I'm just standing there, and I realize there's no planes going over. There's no sound. Like, it was just the two of us, and it was quiet. And it was like, oh, my God. And like, this is what serenity is. Like, just perfect. <laughs> you already know it's coming. All of a sudden, ah, we're too early for the leaves. Doesn't look like they changed yet. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> And it's just like, and I just turn, and she looks at me like, no, 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 And I'm like, oh, like all that serenity and like peace just washed right away. And then this broad, yeah, I said it, I don't care, decided to talk at us. Oh, where are you guys from? What are you doing up here? And it's like, she goes, oh, that must be the, uh the uh, Table Rock Lake over there. And in my head, I'm like, it's a reservoir. You're standing in front of the fucking sign that explains everything. Shut up. Just <laughs> shut up. And as she's going on, and it took everything I had not to turn around and go, ma'am, you understand you're not the attraction here, right? I'm not here to talk to you. Like, look. Just look out here. You're, we we're 3,200 feet in the air. I think that's how high it is. And you Sounds can go almost, almost right to the edge of this thing. So we're like, all right, well, our piece is ruined. Let's go to a pretty place. No one really goes there. Go over there. 
we're driving up. You know, it's not as bad, but there are a lot of cars going the other way. And I'm like, that's weird. We get there, and they built a parking lot, and it was full. And this is Monday at, like, 11.30 a.m., something like that. And I'm like, oh, no. Apparently, word's gotten out on this place. (laughs) Now, remember I said, this is a chapel, right? And, you know, it doesn't matter, like, your religious view. Just, if you're going somewhere, like, you're going on someone else's grounds. Like, just try to be somewhat respectful, right? Like, I know that some people disagree, but don't be a jerk-off. I mean, the amount of people were all over this thing. And the nice thing is, if you ever look up a picture of it, they stationed a cross in the middle, of course, so that you have the cross and then the view behind it. So you can get behind the cross and... You actually can step over this wall and literally stand on the edge of the rocks to where there's nothing nothing in front of you. I don't know how they do this and not get sued, but... There's a wall there. You're supposed to stop at the walls there. There were literally people laying on the rocks. And I was like, holy crap. So we're standing there, and I'm like, well, this kind of stinks. Like, last time we were there, there was no one there. It was us. And we just stand there. You can see Greenville. There's another mountain you can see. It's really cool. And this lady is standing next to me. And all of a sudden I hear someone go, hey, can you move out of the way? I'm trying to get a selfie here. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And she goes, yeah, I'm trying to get a picture without someone in the background. And I turn around. I thought she was talking to me. <laughs> And I, I turn, and as I'm turning around to look at her, I see the girl next to me. And she's just like, what? And she's like, yeah, I'll, okay. And she steps over a little bit. The lady's like, oh, thank you. I was like, I'm not the only one trying to do this. And I'm just staring at her like, okay. And by the way, this isn't another young girl. This is a lady in her 60s or 70s. And I guess when you get older, you don't have a filter. Is that the explanation? But I was like, I would have told her to go fuck herself. In a chapel or not. Like, you can ask politely. Hey, can you give me one second to do this? Oh, sure, no problem. And I was like, let's just go. Like, like I... Moment ruined. Yeah. It's like, I'm not a huge nature person, but... You understand the beauty of it? Like, just this natural thing in front of you. In a man-made space, obviously. But Right. And then just to see it get ruined. <laughs> the moment was just crushed. So, and then ended up going to Oscar Blues Brewery, which is really cool. The whole brewery's outside. It's in the mountains. So, like, off uh-huh. to your right, there's a whole mountain view. I was like, this is awesome. I guess that's what like some Denver or Colorado ones would be like. Uh, oh, yeah, there's one uh, Blue Mountain Brewery just outside of Richmond, Virginia. Is the nicest view that I got to take in because, as the name implies, they are uh, quite literally. They're not at the top of the mountain, but they are definitely up there uh, in a mountain. And you just have this beautiful view down into uh, the uh, Appalachian area of uh, Virginia there. 
because it's just I want to say maybe it's about an hour west of of Richmond or so. And uh, yeah, that that's one that's worth uh, heading out to. A uh, beer is very good. I've gotten it from my brother and had a bunch more there. And then uh, their food was fantastic. Oh, nice. So, I mean, that was just a win-win as far as I was concerned. Like, we... Because, yeah, I mean, we purposely stopped there for lunch. We didn't realize the food was going to be that good, though. Yeah, we... Yeah. Have you ever had a Dale's Pale Ale? Uh, Yes. They're the one. Oscar Blues is the ones that makes Dale's Pale Ale. Correct. Okay, yeah, so... I was trying to think of something that maybe you had. They used to have a beer called Death by Coconut. Uh, yep. Oh, did they stop making that? Yep. Oh. They have uh, We asked about it, and she's like, no, we haven't made it yet. Well, we're keeping tabs everyone asking because they're not going to make it anymore. And it was like, what? Like, that was one of your canned ones that you sent out. Like, that's crazy. But... Yeah, everyone does their own thing, I guess. Uh, well, that was same with, uh, what was it? I hadn't had any 21st Amendment in a while. I was shocked when I was told that Back in Black was no longer in production. And I'm like, oh, guys, that was like the perfect black IPA. Like, what are you doing here? Yeah, I don't know. It's because, like, Sugar Creek here had, um, oh, God, what was it? Their Saison. That was one of the first beers. That was Joe's favorite beer, and they don't make it anymore. It just doesn't sell. He's like, maybe we'll bring it back as a seasonal. I was like, well, it's a seasonal anyways, but maybe we'll bring it back in a small batch. And it's like, oh, man, like, I used to get cranked on that thing. <laughs> so, so it's a good idea. But, but oh, and real quick before we get into wrestling, um, yeah, I know Michigan's got all that shit going on, and it's fucking farce. So I don't want to. I don't want to just ignore college football this week because that's going on. This whole thing is idiotic. Uh, it's idiotic when you root for the team. Nothing's going to happen. That, that, that's, what the, that's what the whole thing about this is. The, the worst that's going to happen is that Harbaugh's going to get a show cause, he's going to get a fine, or maybe they will have like some sanctions on, like you can't recruit or whatever. Nothing, but there's no proof of anything. And for like... Reading into him it, having bought tickets is not proof that he was scouting. Well, not Harbaugh. Oh yeah, I've, yeah. So well, yeah. I mean, if they they might not be able. To, I mean, I can't honestly. I was a little bit surprised at how little uh, time the guy had spent uh, with Michigan. Quite frankly. Okay, so that's another misnomer. By the way, this guy's been around since like '99. In some form or shape. So, I mean, obviously, Michigan fan. I watch a lot of the Michigan, like, uh, Sam Webb's one of the Michigan insiders. He has a radio show and a podcast and all this. And he has Devin Gardner on, the old quarterback. And this week they were talking about Devin Gardner. I was like, I remember this guy being around when I was playing. He goes, he was like, he had, like, Frank Clark's phone number. Uh, if you remember Frank Clark. Well, yeah, he still plays in the NFL. But, uh... He's like, he's been around forever. I mean, I would see him and his dad at away games. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> so then all of a sudden, he's like, he's on staff. And he's like, why does his name sound familiar? And I was like, that's that guy from when I was a playing? 
and like everything that's coming out, which of course, no national person is going to talk about any of this stuff. But as it's coming, like, did you read about? Did you read or hear about his manifesto? Oh God, no. He has a 500-page manifesto of how he's going to take over and run Michigan football. This Curtis Stallion or whatever his goddamn name is. Yeah. And like he he buys everything himself. And then the other part is they oh, got – Yeah, criminals are not smart. No. and well, the, All right, so there's two trains of thoughts on this. One, that this information – was gathered illegally because it was turned over to the NCAA by someone that accessed Michigan's computer files. So one, if that's the case, that's illegal. You can't do that. Or the stallion guy, one of his, you know, scouts, I don't know what, I guess, what the, whatever to call him. No. Like flipped on him. And this idiot had an easy password for like a Google Docs, which is a real thing. Like all this is on Google Docs. Yes. Uh... And it's like this is such a dumb story. And especially then apparently Ryan Day at Ohio State is has actually <laughs> I I can't believe this is true. They've actually hired they actually had hired investigators to find out if Michigan, Georgia, uh, Clemson, somebody else were actually stealing signs. In turn, one of the guys at Ohio State is now being investigated for the exact same thing they're investigating Michigan for. And it's like, can we just stop? Everyone, like, everyone just tell the NCAA to go fuck off. And we're done. We're done. They can't do anything. This is the stupidest shit ever. And everyone keeps going, yeah, we all steal signs. Yeah, oh. So what's the problem? Like, ugh. Uh, yep, here's the, uh, here's the key. Don't use signs. Well, that was one thing that was brought up was they had the opportunity, the NCAA had oh. the opportunity to go to the headsets. Yeah. And they didn't. Yeah, because that that was kind of weird that because uh, I did read that story at least one of them, one of the variations on it where the NFL's like, nah, man, this thing doesn't work that well, and I'm like, it's kind of been a long time since it's been a problem. But of course, I think that that story originally came out when they say they turned it down was it oh nine or oh seven something ninety four. 97 or 94, something like that. It's been around a while. Mm. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, because, I mean, I remember it. it, I mean, it used to be a problem. Like, I don't know why, I suppose you could have changed the rules in between then and now. Like, I guess it was, I thought it was early 2000s, but if it was 94, no shit the headsets didn't work that well. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's kind of wild. I mean, you're almost using a walkie-talkie at that point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, cell phones were just starting to be like a kind of a fairly common thing at that point. Which is so funny because cell phones were around in like the 80s. But like for mass consumption, yeah, you're right, the 90s. Uh, yeah, well, then, 
kind of more than, on, on the late side of the 90s, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you'd only send so many texts, <laughs> calls, long-distance charges. It's so weird. But, yeah. All, all, my, my whole thing with the Michigan stuff is nothing's going to happen this year. I feel bad for Purdue because they're going to get rolled bad. Not this Saturday, they're off, but the Saturday after. Which, all, of course, all this comes out on a bye week, too, which blows. And then they're going to go and smash Penn State on their own field so James Franklin can poorly coach another game and cost his team a win. Go to Maryland, have a nice, you know, close game because that's what they always do. And Ohio State's going to come in and they're going to bitch slap the hell out of them. It's going to be so fun to see this. Because I saw that Ohio State-Penn State game, and James Franklin can try and say that those are two of the best defenses in the country. He's also a blind idiot. So when your quarterback is throwing behind, like, behind his head because he has no mechanics, yeah, uh, that's okay. The slightest pressure, he crumbles. Like, okay, whatever. So, uh, yeah, Penn State's uh, not in a good spot. That's no. for sure. Maybe next year that kid gets some experience, but he's a junior. Uh, no, sophomore. Okay, okay. I was gonna go with sophomore first, but I was like, no. All right. Uh, yeah, because he came in. I, I I still think the weirdest thing about him is they brought him in pretty much exclusively to run last year, and he has shown no compunction to run uh, when the pocket does not hold up this year. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Just I, I like <laughs> that's one where I'm like, uh, maybe he isn't good throwing on the run and whatever. Like I don't. I don't know that much, but I, it does seem like he should be at least uh, creating some first downs on his own every now and again, instead of trying to be some type of pocket passer. And maybe actually if he moved around, he'd be, be a better quarterback. I don't know. I, after seeing the way he was running, but, scrambling. I mean, scrambling and running are two different things, but still. Yeah. But I guess we should get into wrestling. <laughs> I said I just didn't want to not talk about college football when Michigan's like, you know, under the microscope. Jesus, stupid. You know, and, and like one thing has nothing to do with the other. But did you read about Utah? No. Every player on the Utah team got a new like Ford F10 or a Chevy S10 or something truck. Every one of them. They were given a new truck by the university, I believe, which and I don't know, NIL. That's not exactly NIL. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that does uh, not seem to fit into what I was imagining. Yeah, uh, I mean, so good on the Mormons. I mean, dishing it out, but goddamn, that, that's a little sus, right? Like, uh, uh, well, the whole thing was is. Kind of just wild. I think we already talked about it before, but uh, the the wife mentioned it to me about Ohio State having like some type of fund for people coming to the university. Yep. And it's like thirty grand a visit or something like that. I'm like, what the fuck? I thought it was five. But thirties thirties ridiculous. 
Like that's not the spirit of this thing. So Yeah, I just didn't want people that had cool YouTube stations that had nothing to do about football uh not get yeah. penalized for running their YouTube station. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It'd be or, nice or, if like the players could do their own hustle. Or, yeah. or that, hey, you know what? If they feel like selling their statue for a tattoo, have at it. Or how about they're just allowed to do an autograph signing? Oh. You know, just even basic. Hey, the bookstore wants to pay you, or the bookstore wants you to come do an autograph signing. Um, you know, obviously, they're going to buy books or pictures from them. And then you can get like five $5 an autograph. Okay, that sounds pretty good. NCAA. Violation, suspension for a year. Like, what? Yeah. So, again, I'm still on the fuck the NCAA bandwagon. There's no need for them at all. No one can give me one good reason that they're around. Except to take money from conferences and basically just push down players. Players and coaches they don't like. So, but... It's a weird... It's a weird sport now. The, the, the games are still fun, but all the you know drama, if you want to call it that, the conference no. realignments, NCAA stuff, coaching, like all this stuff. At least the games are still fun. So, as long as my team's winning, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny how that happens. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's why another one where I'll never talk about it ever again. Uh, or else I'd like just shoot myself dead uh, is the whole, I, I remember, oh, you're a bandwagon jumper. And it's just like, uh, yeah, who wants to root for a losing team? Well, like, it's a very hard thing to keep your interest when <laughs> it's not good. You know? Like, uh, I, I, yeah. I don't really like basketball anymore. I think it's boring. Um, especially who's this new kid, Wimby, Wimbley, what's his name? Yeah, Wimby. I, I, yeah, I don't. He just got drafted by San Antonio. Okay. I, I, I don't. He's like know. seven foot five, but athletic or something. Uh, that seems to be the rumor. That's insane. And again, raise the goal, goalpost, raise the basket. This kid could probably just stand there and dunk, right? I mean. <laughs> One would imagine it's going to be harder than that uh, in a game setting. But it's like, okay. Again, I don't know much about this, but I just saw, like, it was on Instagram, him doing a drill. And I'm like, wait a minute. He can move that fast at that, like, height? And, wow. Okay. So, I just think basketball's boring. So, whatever. Uh, I watch more than I used to, or more than I had in some years past, but I still don't watch that much because soccer and hockey are taking place, and football are all taking place at the same time. It's just... Uh Well, even like baseball got a little slow for me, so I stopped, but these playoffs have been pretty entertaining. Uh, Always tune in for playoffs every year for insert sport here. Although even with the, again, with the basketball, since them and hockey are concurrent, I kind of have a hard time uh, popping in. Although that's why I end up liking conference finals in basketball and hockey, because then I can usually tune into most of it. Yeah, I I do find myself watching the NBA playoffs here and there. Um, not, not religiously, especially if there's like a hockey game. I'm like, no, it's never going to win over that. 
But I say even the Red Wings, as much as I love them, like the Tigers as well, Tigers especially, the way they fell off, it's like, you know, I'm coming back, not because I'm a bandwagon guy, but it's easier to be positive and to look at something when it's giving you a return. You know, like, uh, okay, yes. they it, weren't great this year, but they were better. So now it makes piques my interest, you know? Yeah, there, there, there's got to be something there. So, yeah, I. that's why I'm just like, yeah, I could, like, for the Pirates, the Pittsburgh Pirates are just the eternal example at this point <laughs> since the Steelers have been on a run since Bill Cower. <laughs> no, God, I wish. Uh, the, the, I mean, there there was definitely a reason why Joe Montana was my favorite player as a child. Yeah, true, that's true. I about that. <laughs> um, um, I, I didn't realize it at the time, but now I'm like, oh yeah, I remember all the terrible quarterbacks that the Steelers had. Bubby Brister was not cutting it against Joe Montana. But you got to see his mom every week. I'll never forget that. <laughs> Yeah, he was one of the earlier uh, moms at every game situations. Yeah, it's like everyone complains about Taylor Swift being on all the time. They keep showing her. Hey, listen, we had to deal with Bobby Brister's mom. <laughs> She's no one. <laughs> or to go even further into the future after that, um, Kurt Warner. Remember they kept showing his wife all the time? Uh, oh, yes. She said, who cares? And then now we have Taylor Swift. Hey, one of these is not like the other. There's a, like, okay, I, I don't know any Taylor Swift stuff, all right? Oh, right. But I know who she is. I don't know who the hell Kurt Warner's wife is. I don't even know her name. I don't know what Bubby Briss's mom is. I think it's Linda? I'm not sure, though. Yeah, I, I don't care. Uh, yeah, I don't not that I say I care about Taylor Swift, but at least I know who this is. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to not know one of the most famous people in the world. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. My introduction to Taylor Swift was one of those Capital One commercials. And I was like, who the hell is this? And then I had to get an education on what she's about. I'm like, oh, oh, that's the chick that used to date John Mayer, and he broke up with her, so she wrote a song about him? Yeah. Oh, okay, that one. So empowering. You got broken up with. Deal with it. So wow. it's happened to all of us. But. Yeah, how many uh, how many songs have come of uh, breakups though? A lot. Oh, I know. Yeah. But. <laughs> so not not exactly. I I do like how people are like, oh, I can't believe she did that, and it's just like, have you listened to music ever? <laughs> yeah. Do you understand what lyrics are? <laughs> They've been written before. <laughs> Well, yeah. yeah, she's okay. Great, we know that this is a specific example, but uh, again, like people point out that Fleetwood Mac did that in front of other people. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac wrote songs about breakup while the other person was playing the bass guitar <laughs> or the drums. That's it's no wonder that band just kind of fell apart. Like, <laughs> no shit, how can you do that? Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Uh, like, yes, uh, yes, it is, Rick James. Ever. <laughs> yeah, tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Chrissy McVie talking about Mick Fleetwood. Like, okay, uh, um, yep. 
what's what's the cow damn it? What's yeah, the one that, that they took on South Park? That 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 song definitely took on a different tenor once I realized the uh the story behind it. Yeah. Well what's the one it's it's uh Stevie Nicks is singing about Lindsay Buckingham and it's they use it on South Park, which was the first time I'd ever heard it, and it was when Randy and Cheryl were breaking up. Oh, and it was like a devastating song on South Park, and it's like, what? What is this? I can't remember the name of. I can't remember the, name of the title. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it is not on the top of my head, and I have yeah. no idea what to search for. It's a really good song too. It's like, it'll get you, like you know, especially during certain times of your life. Like, oh shit. <laughs> but anyways, but yeah, but like, sorry. So we were talking about like bandwagon jumping or whatever else, like right? yeah. So it's a lot easier to follow something when you're enjoying it. Oh. You already know what I'm going to say. Wednesday nights are a dredge, dude. <laughs> I I don't know the last time I've watched Collision. I watched Rampage actually last week. I put myself oh, through the grind of... Uh, st- the only thing I didn't catch this past week was Battle of the Bells just because it didn't tape. But I'm with you where... Oh my god. They're just throwing a baby higher in the air on that Google ad. (laughs) Like, why does that need to happen? What were you watching? Uh, uh, I'm watching uh, some uh, YouTube content currently. Oh, okay. And uh, they have the Pixel advertisement. (laughs) Yes, yeah. Dude, you ever throw a baby in the air or a kid in the air? Uh, Yes. It's pretty pretty nerve-wracking. Like, it's not yours. Uh, yeah, I, I, I tilted a baby over a ledge at uh, the townhouse that I lived at in college. Not the best plan. No. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, All right. Maybe that's what? why things are sideways with, with the niece. But... Is, is this one of Ron's kids? Yeah. Oh, my God, you dumbass. <laughs> I kind of figured, but... Yeah, because it'd be pretty weird if it was like the Brian Karras, so yeah, but yeah, would not have happened to Kent uh, for them. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> yeah, so, sorry. Uh, Wednesday right. night is like I, <sighs> I hate Juice Robinson, dude. I can't take them. Chris, Chris posted something on Twitter or X. Sorry, I got used to that too. Which, by the way, did you guys talk about TNA? We did not talk about TNA okay, uh, making a, a, a reappearance. That okay, so Twitter changed the X. I got to get used to that. Yeah, so that's that's brought it up. But he said something about you know Juice Robinson is just like a go away channel changer or something like that, and he's right. Uh, oh, like, what happened? Mm. It's it is. Douchey. It's not heat-inducing. It's not entertaining. It's awful. His act is awful. Uh, and I don't know why he's called rock hard and has just gotten more soft as he's been in AEW. Yes. Uh, not not really. But yeah, like the crazy guy look... I... Like, I know that he's always kind of had a caveman-y type look, but, yeah, I don't know, not working for me at all in any way, shape, or form. 
No, and he it just comes off like, and yeah, he is a lackey to Jay White, just like the guns are too. But the guns, I don't know. I just don't take them seriously at all. Oh, never wow. have. It, it's it, I I guess it's one of those things where it's dynamics of a group, and you shouldn't be thinking of Juice Robinson as that low on the totem pole. You know what I mean? Like, there's usually, you know, the Ric Flair, and then, because what, was Arn Anderson the second, maybe? Just because Um, I don't feel like um, Tully Blanchard was there all the time. Well, I always thought Tully, like, all right, so that dynamic changed because it was the Andersons, Ole and Arn, and then Tully. Tully was always the TV guy. Oh. And then, then it kind of changed to Arn and Tully. And then Barry, Lex, whoever you want to put in there, was like the United States champion or TV guy, right? Yeah. So, but, like, a second, second in command for the Horsemen always seemed like it was Arn Anderson. But I also think that came later. Oh. Because, yeah. You know, but, like, the Horsemen always seemed like equals, though. Where, like, this this gun club, bullet club, whatever they call themselves, it just seems like Jay White and three goofballs. And they've kind of done that, too, because he even didn't show up. And they have, like, a, the, the cardboard cutout. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I just... I didn't. I didn't think for one second MJF was losing that because why would he lose going into his championship defense? <laughs> Which, by the way, how the hell does he not have that belt back yet? Like, uh, what are we doing? That is uh, honestly because uh, I talked about it a little bit with Chris as far as the announcing went. It, the whole uh, Nigel McGinnis heel version not my favorite version of nigel mcginnis on the mic at least this version he's just like yeah it's his belt i I was so happy on dynamite this week to taz is like no dude you stole that belt it's not yours yeah like it's just like good for you like even though taz is usually on the side of the heels it's just like no, man, you gotta fucking win those things. Like, I've won those things. Like, I don't like this sh- shit of you saying that you're a champion when you're not. And Nigel should be in that same camp, but for some reason it is not. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't, I don't watch, I don't know what he said. I, I need to get back into it, but like we discussed before, as soon as college football started, man, I don't have time. And I just forget to watch it the next day. And then by then, I'm like, eh, it's too late. <laughs> but maybe this week I'll watch it, but we'll get to that in a second. But, yeah, like, the, the whole thing, like, everything with AEW is just kind of turning me off right now. Um, <laughs> turning a lot of people off right now. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> and 931,000 people watched last week, 774,000 this week. That's a lot. And I know there's other competition. You have, like, baseball playoff. Um, no. No baseball playoff yesterday. There wasn't? Oh, that was Tuesday, then. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you had, what, opening night of the NBA? Was that yesterday? Uh, I believe so, yeah. 
So you got that, and then there was something else, too. But regardless, it shouldn't have been that bad. And I, I just... Like, it's the, it's, it's the constant outside shit, stuff that doesn't make any logical sense. And you know, like, viewers are getting turned off to that stuff. And, like, the, like who cares about uh, Juice Robinson? To be serious. Oh, yeah. What has he, he, he brought? Yeah, so, e- e- even if you're not as legit turned off as uh, all of us are who can't you know like he hasn't done anything to make you care about him in AEW like he had that good run uh, there in New Japan for like a year or whatever and has never found that form again no and I'm like did New Japan know this was coming because they just pulled the plug on him. I mean, there wasn't even a lifeline. There was nothing. It was, I'm the hottest thing going, Dad. Wow. Okay. I mean, remember when he chose to resign with them instead of going back to WWE? Yeah, oh. Which I mean, you know. Yeah, I don't know if he would have been any, well, I guess I still feel like the, uh, internal guidance for the WWE is it might be helpful for some people. Right. Oh yeah. Back then I can see why he didn't go there. So, you know, going back, I mean, but like as as a quick aside, if Will Ospreay doesn't sign with WWE, he's a fool. There's no way around it. Yeah, there there is no one right now uh, in free agency that I would just go. Yeah, you're making a good decision moving to AEW. Like uh, Chris and I talked about this one, and maybe uh, I, oh, you didn't see Collision, so you don't know. Uh-oh. Oh my God, Ricky Starks got left in the ring for Cesaro to literally take. Uh, him on a swing for two minutes on the way out of the TV program. Where was Big Bill? A cowering with the belts on the ramp. Oh wow, really? I. Oh. It, if that's the way you wrote a segment for me, I would be gone. At my first possibility. Just. You know, it's okay for a he like the if one of the if that happened to one of the guns, whatever. You know what I mean? But if it happens to like one of your people that's supposed to be one of your main players, like what the fuck are you doing? See, I wish I'd seen it. Like just for the context of it, like I guess you want your heel to get a comeuppance, right? But uh, it's not the end of the feud. Well, uh, that's that's another problem Chris and I talk about. Uh, yeah, because you know what I mean is like that night was he just a royal pain in the ass and like they got him back finally, or was it just you know whatever? Uh, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's Ricky Stark, so he's gonna make some you know smart ass comments about everyone, yeah. but also, uh, yeah, like you want to see comeuppance. 
But I didn't know that him and Blackpool Combat Club really had that much of a beef going on. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, what come... Like, there isn't comeuppance if there's nothing to come up to. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, well, I guess I didn't see it, so... Well, yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense. Especially when your partner is up at the top of the ramp. Like, get your ass down there. Uh, yes. Like, you're bigger. Like, Cesaro's not a small man, as we know. We've seen him in person. Uh, <laughs> you're bigger. You know? Much bigger. Your goddamn name is Big Bill. But, anyways... <laughs> But no, like I don't even know. I don't. I'm not even familiar with all the segments on on Dynamite because I just didn't care. Uh, um, the Tony Storm stuff is okay. Uh, oh, but it keeps going to the commercial thing, and I'm like, okay, no one's going to acknowledge that we've never actually gotten to see one of these. I. I... <laughs> I did think that that was one of those few creative ideas that I kind of like. I actually watched the commercials because of it. Because no, it, no, 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 it because it is silent. It, it, it's one of those few things. It, it's in that realm that we talk about NXT a lot. Where it's just goofball shit. And it's coming off really well. I still don't know what to make of the whole thing, though. You know, come the end of the show where she's already back in contention for the women's championship with not having done anything? Other than record segments with RJ City? Yeah, I know. But it's like... Samoa Joe's in contention for a title, even though he already lost a title match. Uh, I, at least they put a storyline reason for it. Oh, him getting choked out? Uh, no, him uh, telling you know telling Max that he'd have his back if he uh, gave him a championship opportunity. Oh, okay, yeah, true. I am curious, like, so. I, I guess, like, the other thing that, like, was perplexing to me is, okay, so they've set up this whole thing with the kingdom comes down with Roderick Strong growing a mustache, which that kind of made me laugh, to be honest. Like, <laughs> all right, just to full, go full on into the stupidity. Um, hey, and yes. very astutely pointing out, I'm right here. Stop yelling at me. Well, I do fine. think that Adam Cole has said that numerous times. But. So, I didn't mind that, but then they got beat up, and I'm like, oh, that's weird. I thought this was like the big, you know, Roddy's plan, which, alright, whatever. But, and then the acclaim come down, I'm like, oh, here we go, it's the makeup segment. And MJF just clowns them, and they just sit there and go, oh, okay, like, this is kind of a weird thing. I, mean, I guess they got the acclaim down there, but... Uh, yeah, it did give them... They've at least gotten some TV time recently. Turning the... Because he's not gay, correct? I don't know. Because I know that... What's his name is, obviously, because he's come out. Um, uh, Rather historically. Uh, yes. Yeah, Bowens. 
I don't know. It, so it's, it's, it's weird. weird thing, like, yeah, they're doing this like, hey, I'm attracted to MJF, but M- like, not really, I guess. Or I, I'm like, this is, yeah, like, I, I need something more, I guess. Well, isn't it kind of a weird thing to have a grown adult sit there and go, I'll be your friend. We've been friends forever. And the other guy's like, I'm not your friend. I don't like you at all. And then the next week you go, yeah, I saved you. I really like you. You're my friend. He's like, we're not friends. Next week, the same, like, rinse, repeat. And it's like, after a while, you make the other guy look like a stalker or just a total tool. Uh, And it ruins the cool factor they had. And, yeah, they are definitely doing that. Yeah. They have a great job of uh, wrecking... Uh, what's his name? Anybody. Uh, uh, oh, Anybody. the acclaimed. But oh, I mean, oh, this yeah. is th- this could be the second time that the acclaimed just uh, uh, because if MJF doesn't pick them as his tag team partners for next week, like what does that say about them? I I'm guessing that's what's going to have to happen because no one will want to team with them, and he's going to be stuck with them. And then he'll still not like him, even though he'll win, which he should. They should win. Oh, unless like you know, unless uh, Caster's the one that gets the pin, he grabs the belt and then hands it to MJF. Like, see, I told you, and that's what brings them together. Uh oh. Now I will say there's one thing they're doing right, even though people seem to think it's Jack Perry, which it better not be. The whole devil thing. There is an intrigue behind it. Is it Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, Jack Perry? Is it the kingdom that's in the suits? You know, there's it, maybe it's the acclaimed. Who knows? But there, yeah. there is like, you know, some intrigue there. So I'll give it that, but it doesn't get brought up enough as well. Uh, oh, yeah. It's one of those. And it's also MJF needs to deny that a little bit better, too. Because he's just like. Jay, uh, I was about to call him Jay Lethal, good God. Jay White brought that up again this week. But, like, MJF's, like, just kind of sitting there. Yeah. And and it's just like, well, do you want to deny it or not? Or you just, he just sits there. And it's just like, well, why should I be invested in this storyline if the person at the center of it doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, very true. I, huh? I don't. Yeah, like I, I need the people on the screen acting it to be invested in it. I, I don't think that's a, uh, you know, a far reach to ask for. Yeah. Yeah, heaven forbid. Hey, we got a storyline for you. Whatever. <laughs> so here's something like real quick. I know it's not, but I will give AEW mad props if the guy in the devil mask is actually CM Punk. That would be... I I don't even... I'm trying... I lost the words. That would probably be the greatest angle ever if this is actually what happened. Happens. The whole firing was a ruse. 
the whole thing, like, everyone knew, like, it was one of those things, like, remember, they used to be able to keep quiet about stuff, you know? Oh. Um. Yeah. So it's like, all right, is, I know it's not going to be, but goddamn, how awesome would that be? That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. So, I don't think it is, though. No. Because Punk's doing a very good job of denying he's showing up at Survivor Series. So. Uh, yeah, he, he. He said he, at least very recently, that he wanted to stay at home with his dog who blew out his ACL, so. <laughs> yep. Well, but he can stay at home and still show up in Chicago, so. Uh, yep. Out there. But anyways. <laughs> I can't remember. Did they run another line tease about him? Because they do it once a show right now. Oh, I, I do not remember one if they had it. Yeah. I'm surprised there isn't like, someone keeping track of all of it, like CM Punk quotes. You know, an X account or something. So you got it right. But <laughs> but really, like, all right, so to round up IEW, because I do want to talk about TNA for a change. We haven't. But I don't know, man. Like, it just seems lifeless to me. The end of that show was dead. Oh. The crowd, like, I know it oh. skipped a bunch. I, 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 oh, well, we need to talk about the one segment before we, we skip no, to no, the no. end. Well, no, we... Unless that's just going to be your last it's, AEW It's the last topic. thing, yeah, because it's the most important one. But, like, the show just shit the bed at the end. Like, no, they find, like, to the Bucks and, and uh, uh, Hangman Page's credit, they got people into their match finally, right? But they were dead. Like, I don't know what did it. They didn't care. And a lot's been said about how the Bucks aren't a draw at all. And it's like, are people finally getting tired of them? Oh, okay. So, well, the the old home for the WWE superstars that don't want to be WWE superstars or aren't good enough to be WWE superstars, not helping matters uh, at all. But yeah, I mean, the Young Bucks, we've talked about it. How many, they've been booked so poorly. In their own promotion. Yeah. Like, they, one week they're concentrating on the trios tag championships. The next week they're like, oh, yeah, we're back as a tag team. And then they lose as a tag team. And they're like, well, okay, we're back to the trios thing. And it's just like, huh? Well, don't forget the singles the matches they had. And I know it was, it was due to, like, people being sick or injured. But remember they had, like, a, uh, Nick was in, was it Nick? Yeah, Nick usually gets the singles matches. Well, but they both had one. Uh, yeah, I do believe Matt had one at some juncture. And Nick was Nick the one that actually went for an actual singles title, if I remember right. Yeah, I think he went either for the for the international. Yeah, but it was like okay, they keep bouncing around, and I guess that was not a necessity. So okay, which by the way, necessity is a garbage thing to say when you've got an overblown roster. Like, all right. Anyways. Um, <laughs> but no, like the crowd was dead for that. And I don't blame them. Um, Cause remember when the Hardys mattered? Seriously. They, they're just other dudes now. Yeah. That's all they are. It, it, it's really hard to believe that they, like they say the the announcers say the right words about them being one of the greatest tag teams ever and one of the most influential tag teams ever and it's just like 
yes, they are, but we are so far past that. Just none, neither of them have been relevant in their AEW runs. Jeff was when he was with Sting and Darby, right? Is that who he was teamed with? Oh, I or think guessed. he might have been uh, aligned with them for a little while. Yeah, but like Jeff and Darby went at it. And it was like, all right, that's fun. And then, of course, I mean, he did it to himself, by the way. You know. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, Jeff really screwed Jeff over. Yeah, so. That, the, the, yeah, that, that is definitely a uh, pull out the old Vince quote moment. Yeah, but, it's, but it really is like. AEW has a great, um, a very tenacious want of making someone that should be special regular. Like the Hardy Boys teaming again should be special. They shouldn't be jobbing out. You know, just have them on every once in a while. Because poor Mac can barely move. But they're just dudes. Christian has gotten around that by reinventing himself again. But I'm talking even yeah. Edge, Adam Copeland, just seems like a dude. Brian Danielson, just some dude. Uh, well, I don't know about Danielson. Definitely, like, this week on Dynamite, I'm like, why is Edge just that random dude in an extra segment that isn't completely necessary? Right. Like, I know that I was thinking that Sting is one of the few people that can browbeat uh, Edge and get away with it. <clears throat> but I, that's still not a good place to have your new multi, I'm assuming, million dollar signing in where he's kind of looking like a clown already. Yeah, and it's like you've, you've taken the momentum of him being there and just nothing. Where he had the match with Luchasaurus, right? And that's yes. it. Yes. That's it. Like, it's just he's just another dude. He's just another wrestler on an overblown roster. I mean, Andretti doesn't matter at all. Miro, that's probably his fault. But like, all these guys that came over, where the hell is Keith Lee? He gets collision. Yeah. Oh no no no. I'm sorry. He gets a rampage slash collision spots. No. But go. even then, it, it's not ter. You know, it's one of those. It's not terribly consistent. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's his health. You know, he had that really bad bout of COVID. You know, maybe he's still recovering and getting back from it. I mean, some people take a long time. Some people, unfortunately, pass away from it. Hey. So it's like you know. Maybe it's still doing that, but it's just in a roster and a show that doesn't make sense. Like, why was the main event there? Well, that's it. I mean, when you started calling the hangman, the, the butts match, the main event, I got con- a little bit confused. Oh, I'm did like, I call it the main event? I'm sorry. The, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, it's one of those... Oh my, and I think this is another one where, holy shit, every week they've, I I feel like it's paramount in AEW to say that some match that is on their card is a dream match. Ugh, I know, enough. 
Andrade and Brian Danielson, a good match, not a dream match. Uh, oh, yeah. And then this one, because weren't they calling Danielson and Castagnoli against Okada and Cassidy a dream match? And it's like, huh? Like, n- no. Like, I like everyone involved. Not a dream match. Mm-hmm. I, now, maybe to the owner of the company. But, no. Like... Okada and Cesaro? I'm sorry, Claudio? Yeah, I think I'd like to see that. Uh, Okada and Brian Danielson? Yeah, I'd like to see that again, please. <laughs> yeah, with someone like, not actually... breaking an arm in the middle of the match. Yeah. And I'd also like Okada to actually be special. Uh... And that was my biggest problem. He's just a dude that match. Like, yeah. you didn't tell me anything about him. Like, he didn't show anything about himself. Like, okay, I'm here. Yeah, I don't know how he is in New Japan right now, but, uh, again, like, I feel like the announcers, at least in this case, put him over appropriately. But, I, yeah, he's just there to fill space and to be another guy. It's just like, hey, we're featuring another famous guy. And it's like... Cause I and that was the one thing that the announcers were fawning over all night. Like, oh, look at all these names that we've had on TV, and it's just like, uh, okay, yeah, great. And that doesn't mean it was short, good. <laughs> I forgot we have to talk about NXT. I forgot Halloween Havoc. Um, no, we cut this short. Is another dude's on? Look at all the people we've had on TV, man. What are we doing? What, why? And you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> why? Why are we doing this? The, for, the, the, the Ric Flair news got spoiled for me since I do not watch all of AEW on Wednesday evening. I did not. Like, I was way more pissed about the main event of NXT getting spoiled than I was about Ric Flair showing up. <laughs> It is funny if you forget and you get on Instagram, you're like, oh, shit. Yep, it was like the third post was the WWE and I'm like, motherfucker, I did it to my, like, I have no one to blame but myself. Of course, that's half the reason I don't go to Instagram, too. It's just like, I know I'm going to spoil myself on something if I hop on this damn platform. Yeah, I did that one time. I messed up. I was like, ugh. So I can't remember what it was for, but yeah, I messed it up. I'm like, damn it. But yeah, right. every, everyone talking about Ric Flair showing up, and I'm just like, I, it, he has, like, you know, all the platitudes, just uh, whatever. Like, throw them out there. They're still there. They're not going anywhere. They'll never go anywhere. I, th- there is no reason for me to care about a very frail very old-looking Ric Flair. Okay, and can we also... I He and Sting weren't friends. You know what I mean? Like, in Storyline, they weren't friends. Ric Flair made Sting look like an idiot his entire career. Ric Flair, you know, put Sting on the map. Ric Flair, he got on the horse, and they all turned on him. 
Ric Flair constantly betraying him. And it's like, they were foes the entire time. Now, all of a sudden, I'm supposed to, like, and again, this is the audience that watches this show. They know all this stuff. Oh, right. Right? Because AEW does not cater to to. a casual fan whatsoever. At all. And that's part of the reason they have no growth in their uh, television ratings. Oh, yep. But, you're talking about this stuff, and you're like, okay. He's like, you're one of the kindest, nicest guys I've ever... Like, what are we doing? So in the middle of the show, you're breaking, like, you're breaking character, if you will. You know? Uh, oh. To talk about how I want to be here for your whole run, and I want to do this with you. And then Christian comes out in character, and it's like, this whole segment makes no sense. Like, if it was Lex Luger, I would understand. But I don't think he can walk. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure he can't walk. Yeah. Which, by the way... I love how Sting hasn't thanked him at all. That's some bullshit. Sting's always, I gotta, I gotta thank this person. This time. I was like, oh, he forgot to thank Lex Luger. Okay. And by the way, I was a huge Lex Luger, Mark. I, I loved Lex Luger. Uh, oh, yeah. I was definitely in on the early Lex Luger stuff uh, before yes. I... Because, yeah, he had never... I never knew of his jump to the WWE. Since that is where my gap in wrestling fandom uh, occurred. Oh, I did when I did. I was like, oh, wow, Lex Luger's going to WWE, WWF. And he came out into the bodybuilding first. And I was like, what? And then he showed up as a narcissist. And it was like, ew, <laughs> who is this? Like, that was terrible. It was terrible. And then the All-American Lex Luger was like, oh, okay. And then he just, dis- you know, just disappeared, show up in WCW again. But yeah, so I'm like, okay. And this thing finally drops his name backstage. As if him and Lex Luger were like adversaries, which they were off and on. But nothing to the degree <laughs> that Flair he and Ric Flair were. <laughs> I... Okay, so why is it okay for Ric Flair to be in AEW now? There's been enough time, and not enough people are watching it, so the less people there are, uh, the less complaints there are. Yeah, yeah I, uh, alright, well, totally cut my legs out, but yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the exact reason why. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I just thought that was very hypocritical. Yeah. It's not good enough back then. Now it is. The, the facts and circumstances change. Like, okay. Uh, yep. Yeah, he uh, he he lost his. Uh, what was it? T Mobile? No, it wasn't T Mobile. What's the green phone company? Mint. Mint Mobile. Wasn't he doing the Mint Mobile commercials? No, wasn't he doing that car? Warranty insurance thing. Oh, I think that's what it was. Which, by the way, bad choice on their part because I don't even know if they advertise anymore. But yeah, he was like, yo, those are six-time champion of car warranties or whatever else. I was like, oh boy, Rick's falling hard. LA Knight, or 
and LA Knight was in one of those, which is yeah. hilarious. Too. Yes, he was. So. Uh, that man has found himself in some uh, infamous uh, moments. I made a career. Always making money somehow. I don't yeah. blame him at all. Nope. You know, Good he could have gone out of his way, making a measly $55,000 a year, gone out, bought tickets for people to go videotape games and shit. That's called stepping up. So anyways, um, Around it back to the beginning of the show, but yeah, I I just I don't care. And then he's like, "I'll be around for as long as you you'll have me." And I'm like, "We don't need another relic old person standing around ringside. We don't need any of them. No, get rid of them all." Oh man, no the 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 old age home for the WWE is becoming way too crowded over there in AEW. Yeah. Because, I mean, because it, it, it was something that was uh, quote-unquote news this week <laughs> where Brock Anderson doesn't have a job, but his dad is still just sitting around <laughs> doing whatever the fuck for AEW. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about NXT in a second, but... Um... Maybe yeah. next year if we can stop complaining about AEW. Well, I'm done. I, I just, <laughs> I, I, I just didn't like any of that stuff. So, but well, like with Brock Anderson, he's got to look over. We'll switch to NXT. Fuck it. Um, you know, you look around to NXT and go, "Wow, Brian Pillman Jr. or Lexus King." Is that it? Now? Yes. Um, that entrance is baller, and then his match was pretty awkward but it looked real uh, so yeah. I didn't mind it not the smoothest thing no. and it was one of those ones where I'm like hold on was this his style in AEW or is he just doing a completely different wrestling style now that he's in WWE he looked competent in this match which is going to sound mean, but I didn't get that in his AEW or even his MLW matches. Okay. He's, he's trimmed up. That's very noticeable. You know, he's, he's on the NXT diet, whatever that is. <laughs> um, he's got the hair figured out now. He's doing little touches to his dad without, without being his dad. And I was like, this is the same guy that's been dicking around with like MLW, Indies, and then AEW. And in one match on NXT, and it's one match, right? Oh, yeah. You're you're not catapulting him into superstardom quite no, yet. but he looks <laughs> important. He, he looked big league. Yeah. I was dumbfounded. Because they're like, oh, here he comes. Like, oh, that'll be a nice story. He finally gets to get into WWE like his dad did. And I'm like, huh. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just no more talking about your dad, though. Just go. With, that's who you are now. And I'm uh, actually okay oh. with this one. So. Yeah. Okay. So, how do you get your beard like that? That just seems like entirely too much work. Or you've got to have someone 
shave it that way, which again is filed under that seems like too much work. Yeah, I, I'm guessing that the, the ladies backstage are doing it, or yeah. whoever's doing. It. Yeah, that that that's a lot of trimming with uh, a manscaped yeah. tool. <laughs> yeah, but it's perfect. Yeah, like just distractingly perfect. But like, I, I forgot about Dante Chen as well. Or no, is that who that was? Uh, yes, yeah. I, I think so. Hold on, I, I have the uh, thing pulled up, but I think it's Dante Chen because yeah. he's the. Uh, it's one where you can't believe they're like, oh, first uh, Singapore superstar, and I mean the man has just not done anything. No, but I did recognize him. So, uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's Dante Chen that he uh, okay. took on. Yeah, so there's that, and then I—I I don't know. I just enjoyed it, and like that whole the whole slide on the throne. I was like, "What? <laughs> like, cool." <laughs> NXT still has really cool entrances. They're just fun entrances. They go away when they get to the main roster, but whatever. So, <laughs> or they just don't have the same effect. Right, right. Because as much as I like uh, Shotzi's tank entrance, it just really doesn't have the same vibe to it anymore. No. Oh, her makeup was awesome Tuesday. That uh, pinhead costume, she looked great. That was so cool. Uh, a lot of that stuff, you know, it kind of stayed in that weird NXT universe that they keep on building on. Yeah. And I, because, yeah... Her as Pinhead was awesome. I loved her and Scarlet doing the twins from The Shining. Yep, yep. Um, I'm trying to think of what the other costumes, because what's her, Scarlet was like, I have four different costumes. Am I going to use them all? I'm like, yeah, you're going to. You just mentioned that you have four of them. Yeah. And then, (laughs) there were always the odes to the different Halloween stuff, or costumes in general. Uh, Yeah. You know. Roxanne had the Freddy Krueger. Okay. Yep. Who was Gigi Dolan supposed to be? That was driving me crazy. Oh, I have not found an answer for it. Uh, I have. I was not able to place uh, what she was okay. going for there either. Because it's not Chucky. No, and I'm not the biggest horror movie fan, so it's uh, probably not my uh, my strong suit to take a stab at that yeah well i mean she had the, the wild hair and i just kept trying like i thought she may have been lulu dallas from uh, uh fifth element obviously she can't wear the bandages but then her outfit didn't match any of the stuff she would wear in there so like that's not it um yeah i just i can't i can't figure it out so but either way um that match was fine. Uh, Yeah. That's one where, uh, I'm just going, Oh, uh, so Gigi needs to be in a tag team is what we're seeing here. Yeah. Or she's getting called up. One of the two, Uh, but Blair's awesome. And I think that's the weird part. I'm like, once you said called up and I'm like, huh? Just because yeah, Blair Davenport has been better in my opinion. 
which would be weird if her and Will Ospreay do end up in WWE together, but we'll see. Cause I don't think those two are together anymore. So, Uh-oh. but you know, professional, you know, but, uh, so the show started, you know, all right, one man, they got to stop spinning the wheel live. Like, <sighs> oh my God. God, come on. That is that wheel spins so much it is coma inducing. Like they're just sitting there like cuz even Shotzi's like and it's still spinning. Yeah. And then it was a Brutus sitting there going, "Oh yeah, that's a good spin. Oh, that's that's a real good spin." That's a good spin, man. Yeah, he did a good spin on this and it's like, "Shut up, man. You're drawing attention to the fact it's taking far too long." <laughs> Uh, yeah, Br- Brutus was uh, feeling the pressure of no sound coming out anywhere, and everyone just staring at an inanimate object. Uh, yeah, that was some real nervous energy that he was spitting off there. Yeah, kind of like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with myself here. So, but... Uh, so that, I mean, that was, I, I don't know, Roxanne and, uh, Keanu James was fine. Uh, yeah, that, that was one where, A, I guess I wasn't surprised that Blair Davenport ended up winning because I feel like she's just been in a better spot in NXT altogether. Right. Uh, I was a little bit surprised, like, Roxanne is at that point where I'm like, She's in the when is she getting called up kind of situation. I and I guess I know it's probably not right now. But I I don't know what she gets out of that win and it just kind of to me keeps on feeling like Kiana James is that like one win away from being cemented is at least a player moving forward. And that kind of win would have put her there. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I'm not... I don't think I'm as sold on her as you are. Okay. So, I mean, it's not, like, negative. Right. I'm just not seeing it yet. I'm not saying it's not going to get there either. Like... Right. You know, like, like, take for, like, Fallon Henley, for example. Okay. Like, that's the most character to me that she's shown outside of being bitchy about, you know, old, uh... About Keanu James. Yeah, 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 true. Yeah, good old Brooks Jensen just trying to get some. So, but, and boy, that storyline just crashed and burned, and they've had nothing to do, too. Uh, no, they've kind of gotten kicked out of the tag team division. Yeah. Well, yeah, so it's like, that match was fine. I love that she tried to insinuate she broke the brick that was in the bag. And oh. I just said, bricks don't bounce that way. So... Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's probably not going to break in that situation. And then we had old Chase U winning the titles. That took me by surprise. I didn't even react. Uh, I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, they'll kick out. Uh, I what? was glad that did not get spoiled for me. I am with you. I was genuinely shocked. I'm like, huh? Yeah. Like, just because uh, the Don and uh, Stacks were taking them so lightly, I'm like, oh, and, and plus they're just more of a comedy act. 
I did not figure that they would end up being champions. And I'm like, oh, huh? Mm-hmm. And especially after it's like one of those weird situations where, yeah, Tony D'Angelo knocks JC Jane off the apron, acts concerned for her, and gets rolled up. Like, I. I guess I always hate those situations where it's like there was no offense and no reason for him to stay pinned. I think she was supposed to hit him with a crowbar. And she either forgot or she missed. Oh. Because she still had the crowbar in her hand. Yes. And when he went in, it would have made sense that he got hit. That would have made far more sense. Yes. Than what we got. So, um, yeah, but that surprised me because I, I just figured, and maybe next week, you know, they're going to have to figure it out because I, I think it was that way because you need Andre Chase to be like, oh, man, we shouldn't have won the titles that way. Or you can have uh, Tony D be like, hey, what the hell? Like, I thought you guys were on the up and up or whatever. And he's like, yeah. And unless this is like, like Duke Hudson's always like, you know, towed that line. Oh, yeah. But I do wonder if this is like the slow descent of Andre Chase turning bad. Uh, I mean, they keep on showing him uh, giving the old look down to JC there. And uh, I do wonder if uh, he is going uh, evil on his end. Yeah, just it'd be fun, you know. Like the, the I, I always like these corruption stories, especially because they're so old fashioned. He's being corrupted by the bad girl. <laughs> so stupid. Yes, it is. Yeah, extremely. But it's like, it's not, yeah, but it's like it's a it's an age old story. Like you know, guy girl falls in love, gets corrupted, or you know, all of a sudden he's like, oh, pussy's around. Like, <laughs> okay. Good for you, buddy. So, yeah, he's like I, I, I would have felt like it was too young hitting on Thea. It's okay to hit on JC. Probably true. I wonder how old JC Chain is. Uh, quite a bit older than than uh, what's her name? Oh, ninety six. Good twenty. Oh yeah, twenty seven. So yeah, she, she's like seven years older than. Okay. <laughs> then Thea Hale, or maybe six. <laughs> yeah, because didn't she just turn 20 or 21? And Andre Chase is 34. So that's fine. That, that's fine. That's that's a a fair thing. So, yeah, everyone's an adult in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> well, he is a teacher take, taking advantage. Well, she's not a student, so that's fine. <laughs> but um, we, I, I, obviously we got to talk about the main event. There was other stuff on the show. But, well, there's only I mean, two things uh, that were tied together because it was just the the women's breakout championship or break, breakout tournament were the only things we didn't really touch on before getting to the main event. Uh, no, you're forgetting about Von Wagner. <laughs> and how he is going to make a miraculous recovery to help Robert Stone next week. Because <laughs> I mean, you know what's happened. It's just fine. Uh, I, I I was waiting for him to have a uh, was it Rock and uh, Fast Six when he flexes off the cast? Dude, I thought the same thing. 
<laughs> he was just gonna be like rage, and the thing was just gonna like either pop off or it would come apart. <laughs> and you just see him slowly, like slowly pulling it. And you're like, oh no! But we didn't get any of that. I thought that was that. I thought that was a missed opportunity. <laughs> but I guess they want you to think that he's not gonna show up next week. And it's like, of course he is. So, oh. yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the main event. I was surprised by the end because it didn't make much sense to me. But then also, it doesn't make, I don't know, maybe they've got something for Becky coming up. But it just seemed like, all right, why is, why is she losing already? Yeah, it's one of those ones where Lyra has gotten the stamp of approval from, like, everyone in the women's division, it feels like, at this point. Yeah. And I'm still sitting there going... Uh, okay, I'm starting to see more, but what am I missing that all of the actual wrestlers uh, are positive about? Because I do think that that was probably her best match in NXT. Not surprising, it was against Becky Lynch. Still thought that there was some things that weren't smooth. Yeah, no, I, I'm agreeing with you. Um, and yeah, it just, I guess with all of the Jade Cargill stuff, I was, exp- and I guess I was with you, like, I guess I was expecting a longer Becky Lynch run than this. Because, yeah, what the, I mean, I mean, we've talked about her staying away from Ripley on the main roster. Like, this kind of puts her back in that orbit after uh, Crown Jewel. Yeah. If if they feel like going that route. Plus the tease of Jade. I mean, Becky and Jade Cargill, that sounds like a pretty big match to me. Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, so I was just surprised. I thought there'd be shenanigans or something, but I guess if... You want to crown, you know, Lyra, then it's got to be clean. Yeah, and then that was the other part that I guess I just was not okay. Both of them kicked out of finishers or multiple finishers, and actually, that was the one thing I did like about Lyra, probably the best in this match. Thought her selling was awesome. Yeah, I, yeah, it, it, it wasn't the match for me or anything. It was just the end. Yeah, and that's clunky. yeah, and that's what bothered me the most. Where it was just like they both hit the finishers or whatever, and no one gets a pin, and then it's kind of a pin out of the blue without. And I think I talked about it earlier. Not a lot of offense. You know, like you expect some type of either real predicament for her to get out of because if she would have hooked. It's so funny to say if she would have hooked the far leg, it would have made some sense. Because, like, when Becky did the manhandle slam, she had kind of left the left shoulder available to kick out. Or the right shoulder. I can't remember which one. Mm-hmm. 
not really relevant, but you know, she was putting pressure on one side of Lyra and not the other. It's like, okay, I can understand why someone could kick out of this situation. Lyra left her in the same kind of situation with that pin because it was the near leg. And it's just like, well, you should be able to get out of this because it's not a proper. And then it's just like, Oh no, that that's it. Yeah, so when she got pinned, I was like, oh, that wasn't supposed to be that way. But, like, to the point, like, she was supposed to win, but that wasn't supposed to be how it finished. Uh, oh. Like, or a better roll-up or something, you know? But they had, pl- guess- they had plenty of time. I mean, I didn't realize until today, because I did re-watch the match, and I'm like, was something... Because I think I watched it down here uh, doing some work initially. And I'm like, why not give this a rewatch before recording the podcast? And I did. And I'm just like, okay, I think I like the match more, you know, uh, on second viewing. But again, like pointed out kind of most of the stuff that I thought during the match already. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's kind of strange. It was a strange coronation. That uh, Lyra's had some buildup, but it also didn't seem like she really had that steam to capture a championship. Like when, even it's not that long ago, when Roxanne Perez captured it, it had felt like she had built up some steam to capture it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lyle, no. I, I didn't expect this. Maybe that was part of the point. But... They had to get Becky off NXT anyways. It wasn't going to last forever. So. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I, I'm not offended by it. It just no. didn't seem like the smoothest smoothest no. thing. Because we got, what, Crown Jewels coming up, and then we got Survivor Series after that? Uh, yeah. Something else? So. Yeah. I don't need to talk about that. We can, we, we, we can put a bow on this thing now that we didn't complain about NXT and mostly uh, talked positively and got out of that show in short order. True. Uh, how long have we been going, by the way? Buck 37. Fuck. All right. Well, we'll talk about TNA next time. I did want to talk about that, but it's just it's too late. So <laughs> It's just crazy to me we're going back to TNA. Uh, well, it uh, so. there was one point. Uh, I guess that's sure. Let's, I mean, cause there isn't that much to say about it. Well, no, there actually is. I mean, there's a very long history behind that name. And okay. I mean, it's such a negative name that I can't believe you are saying this. It, Impact Wrestling was something, right? But yeah. TNA is like something totally different. I know Impact was always the name of the TV show. But oh. uh-huh. the name of the company, and I don't care if they want to say it stands for Total Nonstop Action. We all know what it, what it was supposed to be. When Russo took over, it was tits and ass. That's just, and that was his thing. And it was garbage. And yes, it gave us a ton of future stars. No. And no, I don't care if they came from Ring of Honor. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. But we'll, 
we'll get into it next week. It's fine. It's okay. Fine. It's just very shocking. That's all. So. Uh, belt time beer on your end, sir. Uh, actually, I did the Pumpkin Blaster from Sugar Creek. It is the best uh, pumpkin beer we have in town, and it goes down real smooth. And it's a heavy mm-hmm. one, too. Uh, 7%. Oh, that's pretty so, solid for a pumpkin beer. Yeah. And, when yeah, you're not talking it. doubles. I know, thank God. So. <laughs> uh, I have been uh, mowing through some of my travel beers here recently. Uh, this one was picked up in Kentucky over the summer. Uh, Mirror Twin Brewing Tropic Magic Sour with Strawberry and Banana 6% ABV Uh, It was a 16 ounce can And was gone uh, Roughly an hour into the show So I have been sitting here Without a beverage for quite some time That's why I always have water on hand So (laughs) But so uh, should one find themselves in Lexington, Kentucky, uh, or uh, any, any anywhere in Kentucky, uh, Get out. F- try to find some Mirror Twin Brewing. I uh, highly approve of that uh, that establishment. All right. <laughs> uh, so uh, that is the uh, Bell Time Beer uh, review for Matt DeFrango. Eleven. His is from Matt Granny Mays. The brand is at Stunt Granny. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Download us at uh, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, and uh, Amazon. Yep, that's what I decided on. Is the third one. Have a good night, grandkids. Later, gang. <laughs>